heart And your world's falling apart You haven't answered prayer And you feel like no one cares When the trials that you face Overwhelm your mind and take God's place Don't forget about His grace Just remember in the fight He will make your burdens light He's still there When there's problems all around And your worries bring you down When you're searching for rest Instead you face another test When you lay awake in bed Troubles fill your head Don't forget He'll never leave you on your own He's still there He still cares There's never been a time That He did not hear your prayers But still there He still cares So don't give up in the fight He will make your burdens On green, that's powered on. Is it on now? There we go. 
I just didn't have it on the right green, I guess. So, All right, thank you. Uh, Luke chapter 17 and verse 11, and if you're able to, and you would be so kind to stand with me as we read, uh, we're just going to read down to uh, verse 19. Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through 19. And it says here, it says, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met with him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Tonight I want to just preach on a, 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 just a, a simple thing, the gratitude of one. And uh, it's, uh, it's, I, it's a good study, one of my favorite, but let's just go to the word, uh, Lord in prayer, and then we'll get started. Dear Lord, thank you for this night you've given us. Uh, again, Lord, I pray you just be with your word, let it speak, and use me, Lord, as you'd will. And just thank you for the opportunity to, uh, to come out and be, uh, be here tonight, Lord. I pray you just continue to bless Crimson Baptist Church here, Lord. And just, uh, again, be with Brother Eccles as he's gone, Lord. Uh, just thank you for all being such a great God. Help us not to ever be, uh, uh, just never to be unthankful, Lord, and as, as we are sometimes. Lord, help us get something out of this passage. I ask all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. So, um, when I get here, the ten lepers, I'm thankful for something. I'm thankful that we don't have leprosy like they did in the Bible times, right? Um, you know, you just don't hear about it as often. But if you really look at the disease of leprosy, uh, it's even worse than COVID, isn't it? <laughs> We've dealt with some some bad stuff. I guess it's not too funny, but Leprosy is not something that is, uh, you know, uh, it, it's, it was very bad in the Bible times. And if you look over Leviticus 13, 45 and 46, it says, And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his lip and shall cry, Unclean, unclean, all the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean, he shall dwell alone, without the camp shall his habitation be. So we know leprosy is no joke, right? Um, leprosy is uh, the mostly, and I'm going to use a big word here, granulomatosis disease of the peripheral nervous and muc mucosa of the upper respiratory tract. Did you get that, Tabitha? She's looking at me like, what are you saying? Uh, it's skin lesions. Light or dark patches are the primary external sign. If untreated, leprosy can progress and cause permanent damage to the skin, nerves, limbs, and eyes. Secondary infections in turn can result in tissue loss causing fingers and toes to become shortened and deformed as cartilage is absorbed into the body. Uh, so it's not a, something that you, you'd want to get anytime. Uh, I believe they've kind of got some cures for it now and, and they can keep it under bay when you get it. Uh, but for the most part, it's not something that uh, if you found out you had leprosy, it was done. You were... You were the Bible says you were unclean 
They, they treated you defiled. They kicked you out. You had to uh, now live in a separate camp. And we could do, you could look at some documentaries and different things on that, on leprosy itself. It's a nasty disease. Um, I couldn't imagine oh, one day your ear fall off and the next day your nose fall off. I mean, it just, it'd be horrendous. Uh, just a fun fact, though, did you know that they say armadillos can transmit leprosy? Kind of, that's why I used to kind of chase them around as a kid, and then I found out they can, uh, they can contract leprosy, and so I leave them alone, you know? <laughs> uh, but, but it's, but leprosy is not something to be, uh, it wasn't something that was light. You know, these guys, these 10 men were lepers, and, and nobody wanted to be around leprosy because they didn't want to contract this. Uh, and we see here in verse 11 that uh, as they entered in, into a certain village, there met with them ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off, because part of their thing is they were unclean. Okay, we had to stay far back. Hey, don't come closer to me. I got leprosy. It's bad. Stay back. Stay back. But the, and, and tonight I just want to focus on mainly just one of these lepers and then kind of the other nine. Uh, but, I mean... If you had this terrible disease and we see that uh, uh, there was a chance for you to be healed and, and a man named Jesus could heal you of this, you would probably want to seek this man out, wouldn't you? you want to, you'd want to find Jesus. You want to come to him and you want to, you'd want to get this, hey, I hear this guy can do great things. Let's go to him. Let's see what he can do. And they come before him and it says, verse 13, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And we see here that, uh, and when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves to the priests. And they came, and it came to pass as they went, they were cleansed. So I, the first thing I see that they, they all obeyed Jesus, didn't they? Jesus gave them a command. He says, okay, go show yourself to the priests and you shall be cleansed. And immediately they left. And they, their faith, I believe, healed them. They believed that, hey, if we go show ourselves to the priests, we're going to be healed. And before they ever even made it to the priests, the Bible says, and as they, uh, and when they, uh, uh, when he saw them, he said, go show yourself, verse 15. And, uh, and it came to pass as they went, they were cleansed. So on their way out, they start heading out. And all of a sudden they look down. I mean, I don't know if, if they, they still had deformities or if they were healed. I imagine when, when Jesus did something, he did it right, right? I imagine if they were missing a finger, and it's, you know, of course, it's not in there, but I'm at, they're walking down this, and it, I, I walk around a lot. I hope that's okay. Uh, when they were walking down this road, and all of a sudden, I've got my index finger back. Hey, you don't have these places all over you. You're healed. What? You are too. And they'd look around, and everybody, we're healed. I mean, that's got to be an exciting time, doesn't it? I mean, they, it's just got, I mean, you have this leper that you're, you're cast away from all your family, friends, and all of a sudden now, you're 100% healed. That's got to be an exciting time. Besides salvation, that's probably, probably these people's most exciting point in their life when they got healed of leprosy. Well, obviously, there's some reason we'll get into it, but for one thing, I, I want to see obedience always precedes God's blessings. Okay, so just, just God told them to do something, and they immediately did it. They obeyed, and uh, they, they received God's blessings from it. And so I just, but then I want to focus on this, this one guy and, and just start off by gratitude. Gratitude is something that we just, especially in America, right? We're busy, we're, there's so much going on, and we get, we're, we're almost spoiled sometimes, aren't we? And we get, we just get used to, we want it, we want our food fast, 
hot and we want it right, right? Uh, you know, we, we, some of the kids and I, we, we were up here in Nixa, and so we were killing some time, so we ate at a Mexican place over here. And we're like, I don't have salsa. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I expect my salsa to be filled like my glass, right? I like salsa and chips. And so when that's empty, I'm sitting there going, all right, where's this guy at? I need some more salsa, right? And that's just how we are. We want stuff. We want it now. We want it. We, hey, my glass is almost half. It's only half. Give me some more water, right? And we, we take things for granted. Um, probably that's different in other countries. My, our pastor right now is over in South America. And uh, on a little mission trip, we just uh, we just have a, a guy just uh, uh, just be called to the mission field down there, and he's on his his missions trip down there. So our pastor and another man went down there to be with them for the first little trip of it. It's a lot different down there. He's like it's a little culture shock down here. Kind of got to get used to things. It's not America, right? But the thing about maybe these other cultures is that they have a little bit more gratitude when you give them a piece of gum or you give them something small. Right. They they are attitude. So it's gratitude, though, is way more than an attitude. It's a decision and an action. Uh, we see in verse 15, it says, and one of them, just one of them, uh, when when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. You know, it's something that as soon as he saw, he realized what happened to him. But instead of I mean, you, you got to realize you, they were probably pretty excited. Right. And they're probably ready to go see their mama or their wife or their whoever it was that they haven't seen in such a long time. Uh, but this one man, he realized who had saved him, who had healed him. And in doing so, he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he came back and he fell on his face. But, you know, it's a decision. He made a decision in that moment when he saw himself. When he looked down, he saw his fingers and, and he uh, saw that he was healed. He made a decision and an action to turn around and go back and glorify God. We can see in, in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4, for, 4 through 7. I'll just read it and save some time. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So we see here in Philippians uh, that the Bible can tells us to be rejoiceful, to be to to always rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Right. Let your requests be made known to God. We are to. It's something that we have to get in our minds, in our hearts. And it's a decision. It's an action that we have to follow, that we have to just uh, say, OK, I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to be thankful for what God's done for me today. And even though uh, it, it may not be the, what you want, I'm still going to be thankful. Colossians 3.17 says, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, uh, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all name Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father. And, and we can see, in, uh, if, if we look over, it's an act of humility. It's a decision. It's an action. It's an act of humility. We see in verse 16, and he fell down on his face, uh, he, and he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. You know, falling down on your face before somebody is an act of humility, isn't it? But it's also a sign of, uh, of thanksgiving. 
It's saying, hey, I'm, I'm thankful for what you did. He came to Jesus and he fell down on his, his face, on his feet, on, and went down to his, fa his face and he, and he started thanking the Lord and praising him. It's an act of humility. Uh, we, uh, I'm going to skip that, but uh, Deuteronomy 8, 11 through 20, some sc great scriptures on there about being humble and, 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 and being gra grateful for what God's done for us. So one, we see it's a decision, it's an action. Two, it's an act of humility. Three, we see gratitude is it draws us closer to God. Uh, Luke chapter 17, uh, when, they, when, the, when the, the 12 or the 10 men came, they, they had to come to Jesus, didn't they? They came, and it says, and there they met him, ten lepers, ten men that were lepers. They met Jesus there. And uh, they, they came to him. It draws you closer to him. Verse 16 says, and he fell down on his face at his feet. He came to Jesus' feet when he, when he realized, hey, I'm way over here. Jesus is still way over there. I'm going to go back to Jesus, and I'm going to fall down at his feet and come to him and say thank you. Being grateful, being, having gratitude, it, it, it's, it's something that brings us closer to God. It draws us closer to God. And many times when we, when, in your life, in my life, whenever I realize that, man, I'm just in a grumpy mood. I'm just, you know, it, life's busy, okay? I, uh, I'm the assistant pastor at our church. I work a full-time job on top of that. So I'm at church two days a week, and I coach bas our basketball team at our school. I, I'm, I help in the school. And, and then working full time and you're getting phone calls from work and church and, and, and sometimes life can just be a little stressful. And, in, and I'm sure everybody has their own, yeah, I do this. And we're busy, right? And many times we, we, we get to that part where we're just almost burnt out and we're tired. And, and instead of being thankful for what God's given us that day and thankful for the busyness and thankful for that you're able to be used and you can, you can walk, right? But we just, we get bitter and we get upset and we... And instead of letting us draw closer, thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. The Bible says in Psalms 100, verse 4. Psalms 100, verse 4. Is this water for me? Can I? Okay, I'm going to take a drink of that. Excuse me. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Uh, it's uh, enter into his gates. We're to come before the Lord with thanksgiving. And you know, that's why many times in our prayer, we kind of, well, in our prayer, sometimes we, we kind of get into just a habit. It's a habitual prayer, right? Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for my food. Thank you. You know, and we don't, it's not real, but we're to enter into his gates. We're to come before him with thanksgiving and with praise and, and be thankful unto him and bless his name. James chapter 4, verse 7 through 10 says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted, and mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned, into mourning, uh, turned to mourning, and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. We see, uh, if we draw nigh to God, he's going to draw nigh to us. And that's, that's something that's just a, a promise of God. And that's something we can be thankful for, is for God's promises. When God makes us a promise, He's going to stick by it. I break, I've broken many a promise, right? Uh, and I'm sure, I'm, well, maybe you haven't. But I have, 
you know, yeah, I'm going to do that, right? My wife can nod her head and like, yeah, you told me you're going to fix my sink like six years ago and it's still leaking. No, no, I don't think we have a leaking sink, but that kind of thing, right? I'll get to it, right? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I promise I'll get, I'll do it. And then we don't, right? Uh, mine is like, I, I'm still going to do it, but just later, right? Uh, but, but the Bible says, draw nigh to him and he will draw nigh to us. Romans chapter 1 verse 21 says, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their own, uh, in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. We know who God is, but then sometimes we don't glorify God. We don't come to him. We weren't, we're not thankful. And then that's where we can become vain in our, in our imaginations, in our hearts. And, and there says, and their foolish heart was darkened. You know, that's, what, that's not where I want to be. I'm sure you don't either. We don't want to be darkened. We see nextly that it, it's God's will that we have, uh, that we're gra- grateful, that we have at- gratitude in our life. And it's God's will. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18 says, Rejoice evermore, right? Something that we've always heard of. Pray without ceasing. Ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit. The Bible wants us, he, God wants us to be thankful people. He wants us to be uh, people that are, are thankful for somebody doing, uh, for, for coming to him in thanksgiving. We see in Ephesians 5, 19 and 20, it says, speaking, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father and the, in the name of, the, uh, of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I like good songs, don't you? Don't you like good hymns? We have the exact same hymn book uh, that we, I believe, in the, is that the same one? We, I think we had the same one. Uh, but I just like the good song, songs in there that you can, when you're reading or singing them, and, and it's just praising God, thanking Him. And uh, songs like my kid's song, sang tonight, He Still Cares. You know, He's Still There. Aren't you thankful for some stuff, some good songs, and we can within when and when you're thankful and you're when you're had some gratitude in your life, you guess what? We're gonna have a song in our heart, aren't we? We're gonna have a song. You're gonna be going around today instead of <clears throat> kicking everything. He's kicking the dog, kicking the wife. I mean, don't kick your wife, all right, brother. <laughs> don't that. But we're instead of instead of going around angry and mad and, and at everything, instead. We have a song in our heart. We're whistling Amazing Grace through the day. We're, we're, we're praising God. Even, as you know, I've been in construction all my life and hit my hand with a hammer. That's not something you're like, how do I be thankful for that? But even in that, we can be like, you know what? It's going to be okay, you know? And we can praise the Lord even through in, in, in everything. Give thanks, the Bible says. It doesn't say in some things, does it? It doesn't say in the good things, give thanks. It says in everything, Give thanks in in First Thessalonians five eighteen, uh, but but it's we but it's something that we have to put into practice, isn't it? Being being having gratitude. Um, I I only have four kids here, so my four kids come up here for a minute. Hurry, come on up here. They didn't know I was going to do this, but um, if my four kids come up here, all right, these are my kids, and they're growing up fast, and and so I think I have enough. Oh, I just have enough. I got some gum here, okay? And if I give each one of my kids some gum, you get a piece, you need it. There you go. Give you a piece, and give you a piece, and you a piece. Now, 
That's some big stuff right there, some gum. I still have one piece for me later. So, But if I gave them all a piece of gum, right? As a dad, you always teach your kids to say thank you, right? And But so many times, like these, these lepers, they, you know, you give them something, they're like, sweet, I got my gum, I got to go, and he's gone, right? And, and then you give your oldest, you expect your oldest to know to say thank you, don't you? And, and I give her this piece of gum, and she's so busy thinking about her, her boyfriend that she's got to call or text or whatever they FaceTime or whatever they do, that she's like, okay, give me that gum because i got to go talk to him, and she's gone, right? And then I got my next daughter, the 16-year-old, and she's kind of in that same stage, and she's got volleyball and homework and everything else. And, and you know, it's, it's very easy to get distracted. I got my gum, I'm good, and she's gone, right? But then there's, then there's the favorite, right? Then there's the, the, the favorite. And guess what? He gets that gum and he turns around and he says, what do you say? Thank you. Thank you. Man, was that hard? Was that hard to say thank you? No. But many times, even on something that small, we, we, we stop and we forget to say, oh, thanks, Dad. Thanks for, and my kids are pretty good at that, you know, because I'm like, hey, uh, you forgetting something, you know? Uh, oh, thank you, Dad. Yeah. And, and uh, probably it's opposite. Probably this is the one that forgets, but I wanted to use him just to, uh, but, but it's something when he goes and all of a sudden he's like, oh, wait, you know what? He gave me all, he, I, he, I mean, I not even have enough for him. Hey, Dad, thank you. And he turns around and he falls at my feet. And, no, 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 I won't make him do that. But, but isn't that just a, a simple little illustration that it's so easy to get sidetracked? They all needed something. They all had their hand out, right? And they all wanted something from Dad. And I'm just thankful it wasn't money this time, right? And, 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 but, but just to have one of them as a father... It does something to a, to a father when their kids truly, and my kids have done that. You can sit down. Thank you. My kids have, uh, there's been a times when one of my kids have come up and just said, thank you, dad, for that. Kind of out of the blue. And as a, as a dad to my children, it means a lot to me. But what about our heavenly father with everything he's done for us? Jesus, who knew he was going to die for these people. Jesus, who, uh, who, who's sitting there and he, he knows everything about these people. He created the world. And, and then many times we don't, give him the, uh, the, we don't give him the gratitude of turning around saying, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. If it means so much to me for my kids to do that, what do you think Jesus, what it means to Jesus? We've all found ourselves at some point falling into the trap and not showing gratitude, just as these nine lepers did. And, and, but, and, because, and usually there's, there's some roadblocks in our life, in, in our lives as, as, uh, as just human beings. We have roadblocks, like some, some of my kids saw in this illustration. You know, uh, there's times in our lives that we, we don't realize all that we've been given. We don't realize what we've been given. Now, in this illustration, they were given a piece of gum, so it's not that. It's not, yeah, okay. But can you imagine these lepers who were giving the chance to go back to their families, the chance to, uh, to live a, a longer extended life without, you know, uh, just dying early? And, and they, they didn't realize that all they were given, they, 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 sometimes we, 
they, we, we just don't, we don't understand it. We don't, we don't comprehend what Jesus has done for us. He died for us, didn't he? He's given us a chance to have uh, an extended life, a life that is for eternity, that lasts forever. Uh, we, we, sometimes we take for granted of what, what I know I have. You know, um, you know some, maybe some of these lepers got used to living in this colony camp, this leper camp. You ever meet those kind of people? It's like you do something for somebody and they're like, well, it was, you know, the children of Israel, right? The children of Israel, Moses gets them and they start going to the promised land. But, well, we had food every day, at least in Egypt. We at least had, you know, it was, we were, you know, yeah, it was, it, at least we had a place to sleep. And, and, and they, they start thinking about, I, I, I kind of like the leper colony and now I can't go. <laughs> they take advantage of what, what they know they have. And, uh, but now I have to go home. Maybe my, my mom didn't like me so much. And there's people over there, you know, we find things, don't we? Maybe it's um, uh, some people just have a chip on their shoulder or they hold a grudge. Um, I should have never got this disease in the first place. Why did I get this disease? I'm not going to be thankful because I shouldn't have got it in the first place, right? Uh, not being where I want to be in life. What a, what a waste my life has been. I, I should have been so much farther down the road, and I'm, I'm, now I'm set back five years. I've had this disease. I've just, how can I be thankful for that? I've wasted all these years not getting what, what I asked for. You know, that could be something that I've been praying for this for years, and just now I'm getting it. I've been praying for, uh, that I'd be healed of this disease and God never listened to me. So why should I be thankful now, right? You know, we don't understand it. I'm sure we've all prayed for somebody that we, to, get, to be healed. And, and uh, I've been to many a funeral in our church of uh, people that, you know, you pray for and you pray for and you pray for and, and you thank God, this, what are you, why are you doing this? And, why are you, and sometimes... It never happens, right? They, they, and, and, but, but many times we, we, we get mad. We get, we get unthankful because we don't get what, what I ask for. Um, maybe we're unthankful because you say to yourselves, I deserve this, right? I deserve, uh, I deserve this gum, right? I deserve to be healed. I've always been such a good person. I deserve this. Or maybe just God hasn't still answered all my prayers, uh, what about my prayer for this or that? I'm still praying for this. I got a buddy over there that still got leprosy and he didn't heal him yet. So why should I be thankful? There's a lot of roadblocks that we can have in our, in our unthankfulness. No one ever thanked me, right? You ever done something nice for somebody and you're kind of waiting there and, and they, you just kind of look at them and they just go on their merry way and you're like, well, okay. You're welcome. But I helped, you know, we get that mentality though. I've helped somebody else once and they never thank me, so why should I be thankful? Sometimes it's just we don't take the time to be to say thank you. We're just excited. We're busy. That I believe was what the nine lepers were. I really do. I believe those nine lepers were so excited when they looked down and saw themselves healed. They were so just in awe that they were ready to get get back home, get wherever. And they didn't take the time to go back and tell Jesus, except for this one. We see, uh, sometimes though, we, we don't realize uh, and, and we, we forget about just some common blessings in our lives. Some common things in our lives that we take for granted every day. Some common things. Uh, the sun, the moon, 
<laughs> the apples on an apple tree, uh, fruit, any kind, uh, the beauty of our earth, our birds, flowers, trees. We don't even we don't even care about this stuff anymore. We get so used to it, don't we? But we don't understand that that just the daily routines and and how everything works together. And we we just common things that we uh, we 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 don't we're not thankful for our health until we lose it, right? We're not, we're not thankful for our home or our job or our friends or freedom or our country or church or fellowship with one uh, until it's gone. And then we're like, oh, that was great. But in the moment, there's many times where we're just like, ah, you know, it's, yeah, we, that's, that's just life. That's, I, I got to be thankful for that. We can go on and on and on. There's a, a, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite holidays is Thanksgiving, right? I love Thanksgiving. You don't have to buy presents. You just get to eat, right? That's the good holiday right there. Just get to eat food. I don't mind presents and stuff, but I like to eat, right? Especially turkey and gravy and all that. But it's a time that you can be thankful, and that's what we focus on is Thanksgiving. There was a little boy. He visited a grouchy old man and asked on Thanksgiving. He said, what are you thankful for? Nothing, the old man said roughly. Uh, and, and so since it was Thanksgiving Day, the boy said, you could be thankful you're not the turkey, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's true. Things could always be worse, couldn't they? Things could, but, uh, it, it, but it is great to, to be alive and to, to serve the Lord, to be a Christian if you're saved today. That's the thing that so many people, uh, the unsaved, the, the, the world, if you would, they don't have something to be grateful for. Not like somebody that has the Lord and that the Lord's indwelling in you and he's living in you. That's something I try to tell some, so many people, hey, we've got something that's so much greater than, than, than anything the world could ever, all the riches in the world. You, you ever do studies on the, these, the, these billionaires and uh, these richest people in the world, they're always after more money. And, and they just got to have more because what they have is not enough. It's not going to satisfy their, their, their longings. It's not going to, they got to have more and more and more because they're just, it, it, they don't have Christ in their life. And so we take for granted many things that are real blessings in our lives. There's some special blessings too that, that are soon forgotten. Uh, the 10 lepers had a special blessing, didn't they? They, the healing touch of the master's hand. He just, he just spoke the words. He said, go. And they went. He didn't even have to touch them and they were healed. And this was such a thing to be thankful for. But I wonder how, how long down the road before they started kind of forgetting of what they received. And, and how God's blessed them. There's been some times in my life where I've had special blessing. God's blessed me in a certain way or he's done something for me that I was praying for. You know, some special blessings are uh, my salvation, number one. And many times we forget about that, that blessing that God, that gift that God's given us, that gift of salvation. We forget about it. Another special blessing is my wife, right? Sometimes I, I take for granted of my special blessing that God's gifted me a wife. That uh, We've been married 21 years now, uh, going on 22 years. And she hasn't killed me yet, so we're going. We're doing good. And but but it's it's a blessing. My children are a special blessing. My family, my friends. I'm blessed to be able to to serve uh, in, in with in the Lord. I I once was single, but now I'm married. Right? And things, just special things that God's done for us that uh, we forget about. 
you know, I love my kids, but there's times I'm just like, get away from me, right? Ah, right? And, and we, we, but then we forget, oh, thank you, Lord, for my children. Thank you, Lord, for my family and friends. Um, so there's some times, though, uh, we, we've just, you know, God's healed me. And then the next time we're sick or hurting, we're like, why aren't you healing me? We forget about the time before when he did take care of us. And he uh, fixed me up. There was a time when the doctor told me I would probably have to have my, uh, my legs infused together, uh, my ankle bone to my, my leg bone. I broke it really bad. And he told me, he says, probably give it 10 years, if that. And you'll probably have to fuse it together and you'll just have to walk straight like this, you know, because you broke it pretty bad. He said, I, I did the best I could on it. Only time will tell. Well, it's been 15 years and I would jump, but I was afraid I'd break it. Right. But but I can I've been able to run and, and, and play basketball and do things. I That's a special blessing. God got me through that. But there's times when we start we start complaining and we hey, why aren't you healing? Why, you know? Special blessing. Don't don't miss out and don't forget about the, the things God's done for you. Even in the past, blessings represent trust for the future. Special blessings are pledges and inspiration for a greater life. What special blessings has God done to you in your life? If you went back and you start thinking about some, not just the common blessings, but some some miraculous, some great things God's done for you. Do you go back and you, and you just thank God for that and, 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 and focus on that instead of focusing on what's at hand? Hey, Lord, I know you did this. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for this and uh, thank you for the opportunity. I, I'm thankful I look back as having a, a Christian upbringing. I don't, I, 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 my dad was a pastor uh, and I didn't, I never uh, re- rebelled and I, I'm thankful for that. That's something I'm thankful for, and we take for granted some of these things sometimes, and I, I'm thankful for that. Uh, they can, but special blessings can soon be forgotten. They've been ignored or overlooked. Uh, it's something that we can't take for granted is what God's done for us. Um, there was a time in my life where I broke, and I've said this story several times, I, I broke both my ankles 15 years ago at the same time, and so I double cast on my knees, and um, I was in a wheelchair for four months. My wife had to push me around. We lived in a little double-wide trailer that wasn't built for a wheelchair. And, and she pushed me around everywhere. We had ramps built and all this stuff. And it was middle of wintertime, so there's snowy out. It's cold. I couldn't work. We had very little money coming in. But I have uh, just, a, just a list of probably 100 different items on that list that during that time, when I was down and I was getting cabin fever because I like to go, I like to move, I like to build things, I like to, I like to get, I, I can't be in one place too long. And, and after four months of being in the same place, you get a little crazy. But I started writing things down and, and making some notes and, and just thanking God for every little thing that's happened to me in that four months. That's, and and it, it was a little bit longer than that, but four months without in a wheelchair is long enough for me. And, and, but there's, there's a whole bunch of things that happened during that time that I can go back to and I can look at that list. I'm like, they gave, they gave me some food. This guy brought me a whole, he, gave, he brought me half of a cow when I had absolutely nothing in our fridge left. We cooked it up and we actually gave it away to some people that were, were uh, trying to build our house at the time. So we were building a house and uh, it was a, just a terrible thing. And there, some people from our church went and they helped build it. And so they were one day they all went over there and had a work day and they're working. I said, we're taking them lunch. My wife said, we don't have anything. 
we have some of this, we have some of this, and we have some of that. I said, cook it up. So that's all we got. And maybe still, but we're, <laughs> we cooked it up and we took it over there and we fed everybody that day. And when we got home, I kid you not, there was on my front porch, there was a, a guy in our church brought me half a cow. And, and uh, I never for, will forget that blessing. It was nothing, something huge. Now the cow was dead and it was cooked and it was patched, okay? My wife's like, that's kind of weird. I, I can know where her humor is going. She's like, there was a half cow on your front porch. No, it was frozen. But <laughs> it was a blessing from God. And, and, and so stuff like that, you know, we forget about that sometimes. And I'm thankful that during this time of my, uh, some, probably the, one of my roughest times in my life when, when I'm expected to take care of my family and I'm expected to, uh, you know, keep, I got a house project going on that I'm trying to build in a budget and now I can't do the work because I'm hurt and so many other things going on. And God provided, and God provided, and God provided, and he taught me so much more. I told this the other day, yeah, I would love to have full range of my legs like I used to and be able to jump off stuff like I used to. Now I get off very slowly and, and uh, smartly, right? And, uh, but but I, wouldn't, I don't think I would trade it. I don't think I would trade the pain and the suffering that I went through because I learned so much through that. God taught me how to be thankful how to be grateful for everything he's given me. And, and even, even the smallest little thing that somebody did for me, my mailman during this time, I didn't even know my mailman, he put $300 in my mailbox one day. I only knew him by just waving at him. I mean, it's things like that that you, you don't forget, uh, stuff like that where God blesses and takes care of you. The, the greatest blessings, though, uh, that we tragically ignore is the, 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 the 2 Corinthians 9.15, Thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift. Christ did more uh, for us than He did the ten lepers, didn't he? He, he? Now, He died for the ten lepers as well, but for us, He died for us because He loves us so much. And then sometimes we get mad because this isn't going our way or uh, this is happening and we don't realize that uh, the, the, the suffering that Christ died, did when he died for us, the, the beating he took for us, and we, we kind of just ignore it, and we're unsatisfied, we're un, ungrateful for it. When he, when he did so much, and we get so caught up on our own little pity party that we don't realize that, that hey, this is nothing. I can be thankful because God and, and sent his son to die for me, because he loved me so much. And if there's anything that can make us grateful and make us excited to just get, live every day, it's to know that God sent, loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son and that all we have to do is believe on him, right? And we, then we will, should not perish but have everlasting life. I sure like that everlasting life compared to the, the, the other, the eternity in hell, right? And tragically, there's so many people in this world that reject that. They reject that gift, that free gift, because of these things. They're so hardened. And, 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 uh, but are, are we as Christians, though? I, I presume everybody here tonight knows the Lord. I, I trust you do. I hope you do. If you're saved tonight, are you a Christian that's really thankful for Christ? Are we saved merely to proceed uh, just merely on our way? Are we just here? Are we just kind of... Okay, I did it because I know I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> or are we, are we a debtor like Paul? 
He's like, I'm going to give my all back to you. Uh, what's, where, where's our obligation? Where, what, what, do we feel the debt <laughs> that, that Paul did said, hey, I'm ready to give it back to you. And do we, do we really know what it's like to be saved or we've forgotten how it is to live for him and, and be thankful for him? We, we, we're focusing on gratitude, uh, but we need to be thankful even to, uh, to Christ. We're talking about gratitude to Christ, but be thankful for those around you, for our, for our friends, to those to, uh, to be thankful to one another. Many times we don't say it to somebody that's done something kind to you or, or just those around us. Hey, I'm thankful for you. I got a text from, text from my sister today out of the blue. just said, hey, I'm thankful for you. I appreciate you. Thank you for what you do. And that, just a little thing like that can go a long way, can't it? So if I can encourage you today, um, be like this one, the, the leper, the one with, uh, with the, the gratitude of one can spread, can't it? If we're just thankful people and we're, we're thankful every day, it'll change, it'll change how you wake up in the morning. It'll change how you fall asleep at night. And it'll change how you interact with people around you and your, your family, your loved ones, those that are unsaved, those that are watching us all the time. Be thankful. Be thankful. Jesus said uh, in, in, in verse number 17, And Jesus answered, uh, answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? You know, I think that's many times, you know, and, and probably most churches around the world, there's probably one or, or a handful of people that are truly thankful. And Jesus is saying, hey, where are the nine? Where are the nine? Let's bow our heads and let's pray. We'll have a short time of invitation. If God's spoken to your heart, uh, just encourage you to kneel at your seat or come forward and, and pray. And just ask God to help you be a more grateful person. Dearly, Father, thank you for this night you've given us, Lord. Uh, thank you for uh, this, this lesson we can look at where you healed some, some men. <clears throat> and Lord, whatever the reason was, we're not for sure why they didn't come back. But this one man did, Lord. And thank you for the example this one man had that we can look to. And we can see some, uh, just an illustration of how we should uh, be, have some gratitude in our life. Uh, Lord, you've done so much for us, and, and sometimes we do so little for you, but then we just expect more and more from you. Lord, help us to be so thankful for everything. Thank you, Lord, for uh, salvation. Thank you, uh, foremost, Lord, uh, thank you for uh, just dying for us and loving us. Thank you for loving us and when, when many times we don't deserve your love. Lord, I, I pray that we would just uh, be thankful for our, our, our neighbors next to us, that, uh, be thankful for our pastors and be thankful for uh, those that are just just uh, just sitting next to us, Lord. Help us to be thankful for one another. Lord, help us have a good night. The rest of this night, I pray that you just uh, use the remainder of the service. In your name I pray. Amen. I just, if you would like to stand, she's going to play, Addison will, will play the piano. And, and a little thing, if you want to pray, just kneel and pray.
Amen. Well, thank you guys for the opportunity to be here tonight. Appreciate you. I don't know. Do we? Do you take any uh, prayer requests or anything? Are you okay? Well, um, we'll just dismiss, I guess, with a word of prayer. Uh, Brother Micah, would would you like to close us out in a word of prayer tonight, brother?